1: Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast. Happy Monday. This is a very happy Monday for me because after weeks of waiting, my new computer is finally here and I'm a brand new woman. If you're watching on YouTube, hi, everyone. You can see me in 1080p without having to use a webcam, which the webcam was the thing that was not syncing my lips to my audio. And now I think today we have it under control. Hi, Claudia. How are you doing?
0: I just don't think you could have picked a worse day to look so beautiful and premium. (laughs) Because if you look at me, I look exactly how I feel, which is just exhausted and ugly and gross. So I'm so happy for you, but also slightly offended.
1: You look beautiful. You had such a jam-packed weekend. So it's okay if, you know, you're not feeling your best. Can you tell us
0: about your historic weekend at Parks Casino? I mean, I was also in D.C. Like, don't forget. I've literally been around the tri-state. Well, no, not tri-state. New England? No. Northeast? Sure. So, yes. On Thursday, we headed to D.C. We had the most amazing show. Like, I am very, very hard on myself. And when I got off stage in D.C., I felt like the roof almost blew off the place. Like, I had the best fucking time literally and then we went out to dinner at le diplomat which i had never been to which is really the most delicious restaurant of all time um and it was just like an amazing weekend i love dc i never really have been there before like i've been for tour but i've never really spent time there and it was really kind of everything of the sort would you and then say we drove to parks casino would you say i love dc i actually would like it's an extremely <laughs> gorgeous town it maybe it's because the, it's the capital and they have like different, you know, like infrastructure. But it's an extremely clean city. Like I didn't see one piece of trash on the ground.
1: Wow, that's new. That's cool.
0: Yeah, it was shocking. It was just beautiful. Like I really enjoyed it, I and mean, we had the best show, and it was the best. Literally, I think the best audience I've ever had in my life. Like they were perfect. Like I just loved. I I thought it couldn't get any better than DC. Like I really thought that the DCs. The D-scenes, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, but then, the show of a lifetime. Then the next
0: morning, well, I don't really want to spoil it, because we did vlog for the Patreon. It's currently exporting from my computer. It will be up today on patreon.com slash morning show. So I don't want to spoil, but there was, like, a lot of drama in the Parks Casino show. First oh, right. of all, we we had, like, some weather that was very allegedly you know destructive but then like it wasn't there was a was lot it, going on it was Whitney Heather bad weather <laughs> Whitney Heather bad weather um we talk about it in the vlog so I won't spoil it but it was amazing so I had a bunch of friends come up for the show we had the best time like the show was amazing then we you know we hung out at the casino for a bit we went back to Brian's house this is my first time being at Brian's house and that's where I currently still am Um, so it was, I just don't, I don't want to spoil it because the vlog is really good and I think everyone's going to love it, but it was, um, it was an amazing, amazing weekend, personally, professionally, very grateful to everyone who came out to shows. And I hate, you know, that the weather got, uh, ruined a lot of people's chances of coming because they didn't want to, you know, drive for four or five hours just in case there was like this crazy nor'easter. So I totally understand that part definitely sucked, but I don't know, maybe I just have to come back to Philly.
1: I think that you do. It looked so fun. I'm so glad that you guys vlogged because I got to, you know, feel like I was there in spirit and I feel like I got the gist of the evening. And so another great vlog at patreon.com slash morning toast. There's a lot of Snatchler there. Haven't seen her in a while. So always good to see what's up with the Snatchler. And there were some really cute, sweet moments that had me laughing out loud, honestly.
0: Really? Like which one? Like when... (laughs) When
1: Ben got that good news and you guys were being cute and then he dropped his phone. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I was just laughing. That was a good one. I thought you were going to say when Brian was like,
1: Give me a Spritz.
0: Oh my God. Yes, yes. That too. That too. Oh, that was also just like why it was such a great weekend. So Spritz was the, not Spritz, Parks Casino was the first show we were able to successfully sell Spritz into. And not only did we get it sold into the casino, The toaster sold it out before the show even started, so we were all, like, quaking. And there's been a lot of questions about what shows Spritz will be at moving forward. Now, I'm just a messenger, and I can't remember the list that Ben told me, but I want to say he said Fort Lauderdale and Dallas as well. And a couple others.
1: Ooh, that's so exciting. The weekend. don't quote was, me on that.
0: It seems as though
1: the weekend was fueled by Spritz, like powered by Spritz. Everyone's energy, Literally. excitement, you know, good vibes were just courtesy of Spritz Society. So check out Spritz if you haven't already.
0: How are you? I haven't even spoken to you.
1: I know. Well, you've been so busy. I'm good. You know, I would say same as the last time that you saw me nothing quite new to report just been relaxing even though it was a long weekend for me and that's usually when I start to go a little stir crazy up in here it went by pretty Mm -hmm. quickly and I felt like my um my mental health was in check so hobbies I didn't require that many hobbies I was watching a lot of Poldark which I need to take a break because it's a really good show but do you find I feel like with every tv show these days it's like the People that you're supposed to be rooting for are constantly losing, being fucking losers. Up. No, like fucking up. And like the villains are like, they're, they're winning. So I'm like, this will be a more enjoyable show if I'm rooting for the villains. So now all of a sudden, like, I, yeah. I you know, like, it, cause I can only take so much loseriness from the people that I love. Of course. So I'm, I just, it's more enjoyable to switch sides and root for the bad guy these days because they are always winning. Like Poldark, I just, I can't. So I have one I'm more so season. Sorry. That must
0: be so hard for you.
1: It's it, It's like frustrating. It's like, why am I watching these losers lose? He's supposed to be like the greatest 100%. heroic guy. And he can't even like come toe to toe with George Warlock. He, like what's, what's the come tea? On. But I have one more season left. I'm taking a little bit of a break because I'm reading the book for the Redheads. New episode drops on Thursday. Got to get the girls back together. And the book is really good. It's so different from what we've read in the past. It really feels like uh book that could be a tv show or a movie that's like a thriller it's very fast paced and there's a lot of twists and turns so if you want to become a redhead it is never too late Claudia I can confirm that it is
0: never too late but what about for you to become a redhead or to host the podcast to become a redhead um the thing is is like I'm on such a sporadic reading journey like i read six books in december and not one in january do you know what i mean like it just yeah. really doesn't fit my reading schedule that's the only thing okay well fine
1: did you see that there's a new colleen hoover book out i did are you
0: gonna read it i haven't read it yet yeah, at some point yeah when i feel like it's time to pick up my kindle again
1: yeah i haven't read it yet either snitch needs to read it and let us all know if it's worth
0: if it's worthwhile Right now, the book I started in December that I still haven't finished is The Hating Game, that they turned into a movie with Lucy Hale. And to be completely honest, it absolutely sucks.
1: Yeah, I have no interest, especially because I'd rather see the movie. And I've learned that I don't like reading the book and seeing the movie. It's one or the Mm. other. And I love Lucy Hale, so I want to watch a movie.
0: Well, well, speaking of books being turned into movies, yesterday when everyone was here, Taylor Strecker, Taylor Donahue, Margot was here, Brian, obviously, because we're at his house, my friend Erica. I made them all watch something borrowed, and we vlog it because it's an important piece of cultural history, and I thought it was important that everyone see it and Then I got them all like on the something blue train. Brian has been in contact with Emily Giffen they have been dming um so we're we're working on this project full steam ahead
1: on getting the sequel made,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: now that's a it's great way to use your influence and your platform for good platform. get that sequel made agreed okay agreed. that's exciting that's exciting i won't get my hopes up yeah. but if you can pull that off i'll have immense
0: don't. do not pull, no. do not get your hopes up it's definitely not happening <laughs> sorry I, I yeah no i just want to set like kind of level expectations in no way shape or form is is the sequel happening in my I don't opinion know.
1: i think tpg should get into
0: the movie business Talk to him about I'm it. i mad, I think so, too. Should we, like, crowdfund, what's it called? Like, yeah, crowd when you fund. raise money? Yep, crowdfund. We should crowdfund, like, $50 million, or however much you need to put together a movie. I just think, like, a little too much time has passed, in my opinion, in order for it to accurately... Because the the sequel, I won't spoil it, but happens literally the day after something borrowed ends. Yeah, and it's so been it's ten been years. Ten years. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I feel it's that way work. also about Confessions of a Shopaholic. I would love to get it crowdfunded to finish out that series, but
0: you know, because I like it, oh, it won't happen. Know that there was even yes, you did. I didn't know that there was even any sort of campaign for a film. Well, there always is a
1: campaign for a film when you're talking to me. Because everything okay. I love That's gets canceled. True.
0: Everything. That is very true. Everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we have so much to discuss today. So I think we should jump right in. We have got the Fast Five. We have to talk about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And um, we have to talk about the 49ers. Yeah, which we're going to launch right into. You want to get into it? Are you ready? I am ready and I have an apology to make, so let's go. Shit. Okay. Without further ado doo do, to do, do, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Ow.
0: And today's episode is brought to you by Allbirds. Even though it'll be wet and chilly in most parts of the country, running is still a part of people's lives trying to achieve your personal best. The Wool Dasher Mizzle, the weather-repellent performance running shoe from Allbirds, is the first shoe of its kind. It's sustainably made from natural materials with a low environmental impact on the planet. When you have goals to meet and miles to log, keep your feet warm and dry with the weather repellent wool dasher mizzle from Allbirds. Don't let winter storms put a damper on your run. Grab a pair of the weather repellent wool dasher mizzles from Allbirds. So Allbirds are like the coolest thing out right now. Like everyone is beyond obsessed. They're super, super comfortable shoes, whether you're running or you're just like a gal who needs shoes. You know, there's there's something for everyone at Allbirds, but especially if you're a runner in wet conditions, these, um style are really really comfortable really sustainably made and they're just perfect for all types of weather they also um they have the carbon footprint of the shoe printed right on it so you know the impact on the planet and then they offset that footprint to zero to make it a carbon neutral product this winter keep your feet cozy and dry with the allbirds wool dasher mizzles discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com today that's a l l b i r d s.com you won't regret buying a pair of allbirds they're extremely cool and trendy and very good for the environment mm-hmm today's episode is also brought to you by a product that really did um like sponsor the last six days of my life liquid iv the new year is here and there is no better way to kick off 2022 than by making sure you're feeling like your best self and honestly liquid iv is a great place to start so one stick of liquid iv in 16 ounces of water will hydrate you faster and more efficiently than water alone it contains tons of vitamins like b3 b5 b6 b12 vitamin c and it has three times the electrolytes of a traditional sports drink it's also made with premium ingredients it's non-gmo and it's free from gluten dairy and soy so it's just super easy if you have a hard time staying on top of your water drinking like myself It makes it, first of all, really delicious. They have so many flavors and they're all really, really good. And it just helps with your overall wellness, how you feel. If you have been drinking, it can be known to be extremely useful in the mornings. And you'll just never regret having a a stock of liquid IV in your home because you're always going to need it. You can grab it um, in bulk nationwide at Costco Or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Toast at checkout. It's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code Toast at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code Toast.
1: Thank you, Claudia.
0: It's a pleasure. Our first
1: story is some sports news, and we are eating crow. We were wrong on all counts last night. The Chiefs lost to the Bengals, that animal that we never talk about. And the Rams beat the 49ers, which means we will be having a Rams-Bengals Super Bowl, which is the exact opposite of what we predicted.
0: Okay, I want to say a few things. Please, Since our foray into sports, I have learned quite a bit about the Bengals. And them beating the Chiefs, I just want to say I'm extremely here for them. Joe Burrow is an extremely handsome man who deserves our love and our respect. And Joe Burrow, you have my support because you are very handsome and you are very good at what you do. So for that game, I wasn't that disappointed. Like, I don't really care that our prediction was, you know, off because I'm happy. I love an underdog, and I do believe that's what the Bengals were.
1: Yes, it was a big upset. Like, Kansas City could have won the whole Super Bowl, and now they're not even in it.
0: Yeah. Love it love when an underdog wins but we need to talk about the 49ers because Mm -hmm. I do feel as though like they didn't win because I was supporting them like I just have like toxic sports energy and you never want me to throw my weight behind a team because it will destroy the team from the inside out and that's pretty much a guarantee you're the Jessica Simpson of the 49ers 100% (laughs) Kyle Juszczyk is my Tony Romo, and I am a curse to the entire franchise. I apologize to every person who lives in San Francisco because your team did lose because I chose to support them. Like, I know that for a fact.
1: I don't know because you've been right sometimes. So, of course, it feels that way. And it's like if we never got ourselves involved, would things be different? And you know what? Like, they really might have been. But I don't think you can be too hard on yourself. I guess – pains me to say like it just wasn't the 49ers time once again
0: I know no I know and I just really thought that it might be yeah and I'm devastated and you know I watched the whole well not the whole like uh, like the whole second half which by the way was the longest two hours of my life um and I just really cannot like I don't think I want to permanently be a sports girly it's extremely distressing to feel so invested. And I'm in Pennsylvania right now. So you can download the DraftKings book and just like bet on sports, which is so crazy. So me, Brian, and John, collectively we put like $800 on the 49ers. <laughs> and like literally by the end of the game, like everyone was looking at me like, why did we listen to you? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why anyone listened to me. I just showed them a picture of Kyle Juszczyk and they were really excited about it. So I don't know. It was all so hopeful. You know, we were yeah. we were having so much fun until we weren't.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like with every team there, like you just said, like Joe Burrow, you know, stood out to you. I feel like every time there's a Super Bowl, we like learn about some of these heartthrobs on the teams. And there's always Jimmy Garoppolo. someone Yeah. So there's always someone that you can really get behind. So yeah, that's true that like even when it was Patrick Mahomes, like it we will make and maybe we'll find, you know, some some toasters in the locker room at the Bengals and the Rams.
0: No, I'm now, um, like, really, I mean, I don't want to throw my weight behind a team and curse them again, so okay. I do want to say, like, I will be rooting for the Bengals. I will be rooting, though, for
1: the, I'll be rooting for the Bengals as well. That was where I was going.
0: Even though I have, you know, a sold-out show at the Wilbur Theater the night of the Super Bowl, so, like, I won't even be watching, so it actually doesn't even matter, but I just feel like the Rams are extremely toxic. Sean McVay is just, like, I don't know, he's just not... He's not it for me, in my opinion, you know? He's, in my he's opinion, he's not your he's cup of not. tea.
1: He's not your cup of tea. No. Okay. No, and I just
0: feel like the Rams, like, this is gonna be an extremely hot take, okay? Mm-hmm. I just feel like the Rams are a fraudulent franchise. I said it. Yeah, I they they're fraudulent.
1: Is it because they're so new?
0: Yes, and it's like it's just not fair that like they're new and they automatically have like so many fans. Like they don't even have to work for it because it's like L.A. I can't explain it. It's just extremely toxic. I feel
1: that, and also like this is so mean. But I just feel like people in L.A. will be so annoying if they
0: win. <laughs> and no, it's no. like I'd I feel the s- opposite. I think people.
1: I'd rather see yeah. like people in Cincinnati get to like behave that way and be like excited be and happy. you know and be like Natty proud as opposed to being like L.A. proud, which is like. Every
0: day. Right. No, I th- I think that people in L.A. really need to experience a loss collectively, and that's why we will be supporting the Bengals. <laughs> but
1: the Rams lost recently, right? I was trying to go back. They were in the Super Bowl, like, you mean really in, recently. In recent years?
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think they were in the Super Bowl. They
1: were. I swear they were, because um, mm. I remember, like, uh, Stassi's husband is a big Rams fan, and they all went... Whenever I Bowl. think of
0: the Rams, I think of Bo. <laughs> and I think of Teddy Mellencamp's husband also.
1: And I want it for them. If it was just the two of them, I, would be, I want it for them. But overall, no, I just can't support. But the whole city is
0: toxic. <laughs> I refuse yeah. to support.
1: And I think Cincinnati, you know, I've been reading some stats. You know, underdog, there's like one player who did something very cool for his town. And oh, I think... I love when they give back to the community. But I also think you can find a player on every team who's done something great for who's
0: town. Well, really? One from the Rams has not come across my desk, so.
1: (laughs) You're going to be inundated today. You're going to be inundated with Rams players. No, (laughs) seriously.
0: I just feel like if you out yourself as a Rams fan, like, you're toxic. I can't explain it. Like, go Bengals all the way. Like, the way I never even heard of the Bengals a week ago, (laughs) and now I would literally take a bullet for them. Yeah. That's so, like... That's the beauty of sports.
1: Yeah. Well, for most people, it's not like that because people are so invested. It's so nice to really not have a horse in the race and just be able to be such a flip flopper because it's just so less high stakes. I can't relate to people whose whole like day and mood rely on whether or not their team is going to win, which they have no influence over.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's sports. If you really boil it down is an extremely toxic community.
1: Yeah. I agree. But I think when you approach it from, you know, like a a wide lens like we are, it can be really fun to engage unless you're losing money, which is really upsetting.
0: Yeah. But you know what? I was also playing blackjack on my phone during the game and I made up the money that I lost against the the regular game. So I actually netted even on DraftKings Sportsbook. I just have to figure out how to withdraw my money from the app. I can't figure it out. Interesting.
1: You should be able to then from there, like, take your earnings and, like, put them in Robin Hood or something.
0: You know? Oh, man, you are so fiscally responsible. You totally <laughs> should be able to do that.
1: Or, like, into Bitcoin. That's a great call. Thanks. That's a Bitcoin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Buy some um, Doge. Oh, my God. James. So good. I didn't watch the second part. Speaking of TV recap, um, I watched Salt Lake City last night, but I didn't get the chance to watch Euphoria because I fell asleep on the couch right after the – uh, 49ers game ended so I'm not sure when I'll watch it but I won't be recapping that today but I have so much like so much to say about Salt Lake City that I feel as though Salt Lake City deserves its entire moment in the TV recap
1: okay I mean I know a lot of people like apparently euphoria was crazy last night so people are gonna be disappointed but I don't think you were in the I know headspace and it's gonna to, be really hard for me I don't think you were in the headspace last night to take it on
0: no I literally like was a deeply unwell human being after going to brunch last night well brunch yesterday and then I got home last night and then like the 49ers game so I just like had to drink, keep drinking um but I, it's gonna be really hard for me to avoid spoilers until I'm able to watch Euphoria but Brian doesn't watch it so I'm not gonna like force him to watch it you know
1: oh yeah I do know also just one more thing how did you make out at P- the Parks Casino Casino?
0: You know what? I did relatively well. I think I, like, maybe lost overall $100. Like, I was just really playing for fun. I was so happy. Like, after the show, I felt very, like, accomplished. And all my friends were around. So I wasn't really focused on, like, you know, paying my rent at the casino. I just...
1: Yeah. I was just playing
0: for fun. Like, a couple... Couple hands, nothing crazy.
1: No, and also like losing a hundred dollars—that's like the co- price of an evening of a fun evening with friends. You get free drinks. You probably would have spent more if you guys spent all that time in a bar. So on cocktails, it mm-hmm. all even's out. Okay. Yeah, no, well, I felt
0: really good about that.
1: That's your sports news. Are you going to be betting on the Super
0: Bowl? I don't know. I just like can't really be that invested because I'm working that day, and I just like my brain will be very focused on my show so probably not like this is probably the peak of my interest in sports and we'll try again next year
1: I feel that I feel that and I just hope you know everyone who's excited about it gets what they're looking for I don't know what else to say about this about these
0: things yeah just go bangles go bangles. go bangles
1: okay our next story is so exciting like breaking news from this morning Rihanna is pregnant she and asap rocky are expecting their first baby rihanna took to the streets of new york city the couple was photographed over the weekend where she debuted her baby bump while wearing a long pink jacket her oversized outerwear was unbuttoned at the bottom to reveal her growing bump adorned in a gold cross with colorful colorful jewels the pictures are so sickening rihanna looks so stunning and this is just like such unexpected happy beautiful news
0: It's so unexpected, and first of all, this is so Rihanna. Like some people have, you know, maternity shoots; they have like these big announcements. They post on Instagram. No, she just walks around with her belly hanging out and wants everyone to know that she's pregnant. Like it's it's iconic in so many different ways. Also, what does this mean for us, Fenty Baby? Like, there's just a lot on the horizon now that we know she's pregnant. Like the world will never and can never be the same.
1: Yeah, no, it's so exciting for. And also, it's another person to be, like, excited. Even though we have just a little bit of crossover now, it's like, the club just mm-hmm. keeps getting better. But I feel like any time, it's always a good time to be pregnant. And you can always find people who are um, doing great stuff for their
0: town who are pregnant. How <laughs> <laughs> how many um, months do you think she is, based on that belly? Oh. Like four or five?
1: Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, I would say. But it's so crazy. Everyone carries so differently. Especially for a first mm-hmm. pregnancy, sometimes it can take a really long time to see the bump, so it's hard to speculate, and I don't think yeah, that... Yeah, I'm I so happy for her. I'm so happy for her. They look so happy. These pictures are iconic. I I can just, like, already see them, like, in 10 years, us looking back on these pictures being like, that's the coolest couple ever, moment. and an amazing announcement. Um, yeah, it's a moment, and I just wasn't expecting a moment when I woke up this morning
0: no not at all and that's what i love about rihanna like she really makes decisions for herself based on like what will make her the most happy not like you know i think a lot of when you're a woman in the industry like you plan like your career and your family like you try and time it all right but rihanna's just out here like doing whatever the fuck she wants and we just love to see a woman succeed and i cannot wait you i mean there has to be fenty baby right
1: i don't know i mean it rolls off the tongue so it's such a good name it is a good name. OK, well, I'm so happy. Posted. For I hope we get like more content and stuff. But even if this is what, all we ever see, like it's more it would be enough. Dianeu.
0: It would be enough Dianeu. we're already so blessed to have gotten this like one random photo of her stomach. I just wasn't expecting that. Like and you know how we oh, my God, you know how we were talking about the other week, how I started putting on People Magazine notifications on my phone, even though like because I'm such an Internet sleuth, like everything they notify me on, I, I found out two hours ago. Right. I did find out not only that Rihanna was pregnant this morning from my People News Notification. Also, another story that we have about Hoda, I did find out also from my People Magazine. So it does come in handy sometimes.
1: Oh, interesting. That's why you were trying to influence the Fast Five today.
0: Yes, because I didn't know if you had seen the stories.
1: I actually, I did one last, I had five, and then I did one last sweep quickly, and I saw Rihanna, and then I saw that you wanted to talk about uh, Hoda as well, which I guess would be a great segue into our next story. Just going to move some things around.
0: Sure, sure. And I just wanted to give, you know, a shout out to People Magazine, Apple not- Notifications, because I did kind of, you know, disgrace them a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, but still, don't get carried away with some breaking news recipes from the Pioneer Woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Agreed.
1: <laughs> but some more breaking news that broke Claudia's heart today. Hoda Cotby, and Joel Schiffman break up after eight years together. Hoda and Joel, who got engaged in 2019 and shared two daughters, are going their separate ways, she announced today on the Today Show. She said, Joel and I... I found this ha- very shocking. Joel and I have had a lot of prayerful and meaningful conversations over the holidays, and we decided that we're better as friends and parents than we are as an engaged couple. So we decided we are going to start this new year on our new path as loving parents to our adorably delightful children and as friends. It's not like something happened. They say sometimes relationships are meant to be there for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Mm-hmm. This was
0: for a season. I feel I mean." Very well said. I agree. Like, sometimes that not everything needs to be drama. Like, not something had to have happened. Like, sometimes just two people drifted apart. I just was extremely shocked by this. And I think that a lot of people will feel very connected to this story. Because Hoda is, like, this, this, like, beacon for a lot of women, I think. I think, like, she found love really late in life and she like, put her career first for so long. And I think that she was kind of the epitome of, like, a woman having it all, you know? Like, the successful career, the family, the kids. And, like, she did it, and she was really, like, an inspiration. She is an inspiration to so many. And I just thought, like, I thought that was the end of her story, you know? Like, I didn't know that there was going to be a sequel that, you know, she and Joel broke up, and now Hoda's back on the scene.
1: A sequel that may or may not be made into a movie.
0: Correct.
1: Yeah. No, this is surprising, but it's also, like, nice when people split up knowing they're doing the right thing and the best thing for themselves and it's like actually you know she's elevating to more happiness once she gets through you know the changes and the and the sadness of the end of a relationship it's like if this is best for Hoda then Hoda's on a journey to further happiness you know yeah and
0: that's all we want in this world like further happiness for Hoda it's just it's a tough pill to swallow for the Hoda stands, honestly. But don't the Hoda stands
1: just want what's? I guess it's hard. I, I mean, you
0: could say they the same do. Thing they to want what's when, best for Hoda. I agree. Of,
1: when all of my ships went down last year, and like if you said to me, "But this is what's <laughs> best for Lala," like that's... it still hurt. Well, it's best for Kim. It still hurt. Of course. So it's best for Hoda, but it still hurts. Of course.
0: And I was just really surprised by this. I don't know why. And it's not like I thought about, and it's not even like I had a ship out for Hoda and and Joel. I just. I don't know I just thought like that was it for her you know like it it was a happy ending
1: yeah and some things are just like so stable that you don't think about them and then it really can like rock your foundation when too many of those like stable elements load-bearing couples go down Mm -hmm.
0: crumble I completely agree
1: so I would look forward to seeing who you know Hoda dates next but and you know that's the tough thing about
0: being like a like a morning show queen that, like, millions of people just, like, love to watch. Because you do have to, like, go on TV and talk about, like, really painful, like, personal things the moment they happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think what she said was really beautiful. But that, like, probably is, like, the worst part of the job, honestly. Like, can't you just break up in peace?
1: Yeah, but it's they broke up over the holidays, so she's had a month of peace to, like, figure out. And it's not like she's raw and having to share this. Like, she, it seemed, you know, she's a month into the process and she's ready to share. So I think, you know, it's nice that none of this leaked or anything and she was able to let every Everyone else know on her own terms.
0: That's actually a really
1: good point. But it's also probably really hard to date when you're a morning show host because, you know, like in Morning Glory, you go to dinner at five o'clock and you have to wake up at like 3 a.m. And that's just really not conducive
0: for the dating scene. But that's what we learned from that amazing, life-changing film is that it's best to kind of date someone in your industry. Mm -hmm. Maybe Hoda can like get it, get into it with a producer or something. You know, someone who shares your timeline. Someone who won't think it's weird to go to dinner at 5 o'clock and be in bed by 7.30.
1: Yeah. I think she needs to date a fellow morning show person.
0: She needs to date in her circle.
1: Yeah. Well, are you ready for our next story?
0: If it's an next story, that's brought to you by Solo Stove. There's nothing quite like the feeling of gathering around a warm fire on a cold evening. And a smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove makes your outdoor moments even more memorable. Because instead of having to constantly dodge campfire fumes, you can sit back, relax, and actually enjoy the fire. And right now, you can get a great deal on a Solo Stove fire pit from your gals at the morning toast. So it's a great way to update your backyard if you don't have like a You know the the space or the budget for like a full-blown fire pit which is actually just like not even a great way to make a fire sometimes the solo stove is amazing it's portable it's stainless steel it makes a perfect fire there's so little smoke it's just the best way to really elevate your backyard on a budget and it's really the most effective way to have like a gorgeous campfire moment with all your friends s'mores sing-along everything It's made with premium grade 304 stainless steel and a 360 airflow system that maximizes efficiency while minimizing smoke. It's super easy to light with just a few bits of starter, and it's perfectly portable. You can take the Solo Stove with you on camping trips and more. It's perfect for your backyard or just throw it in the car, too. Shop now and get up to 30% off fire pits all month long and use promo code TOAST at checkout to get an extra $10 off, plus a lifetime warranty and free 30-day returns, but that's when you go to solostove.com and use code TOAST to get the $10 off. Promo code toast, com.
1: The best thing ever. We've had so many good times with the solo stove, s'mores, campfires, and less smoke getting into your eyes making you cry.
0: And Next. you don't have to take a shower and wash your hair because your hair doesn't smell like smoke anymore.
1: Yep. Next story: Some legal news. Erica Jane has been dismissed from the embezzlement and fraud lawsuit against Tom Girardi. So this weekend was like really crazy in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills world. A lot's going on. This is the biggest mm-hmm. news. The star has been dismissed from the embezzlement and fraud lawsuit against her estranged husband. "Quote: Pursuant to stipulation, plaintiffs' claims against defendants EJ Global LLC and Erica Girardi are dismissed without prejudice and without costs." The legal documents read. The ruling came one day after both parties agreed dismissal is appropriate according to a separate filing also obtained by page six now people are reporting that this case has been dismissed it's just being moved to california so it's like not actually a, a oh. legal win but
0: I, in these articles it doesn't say that so i'm confused okay i just don't know when everyone with like a fan account on instagram became like a legal expert yes a so barrister. If, so I guess, yes, technically this could be dismissed just so they could redo it in a new state. That I guess that's possible. But for right now, I'm just believing what's in the news. And Erica must be overjoyed. Like, not only is this a huge burden off of her financially, emotionally, but also it's like a big fuck you to, like, everyone, who all the doubters, non-believers...
1: Yeah, it really is and for it to happen while they're filming they're on a cash trip in Aspen. I think there's been drama. Um there's been like unfollowings between Sutton, Erica Garcel. Sutton refollowed Erica. Garcel does not follow Erica Ooh. even though they're literally in Aspen right now on a trip like sharing a plane. And I think that there's oh my God, a that's lot
0: beyond.
1: Yeah, plus now this is happening plus like witnesses saw them at, you know, one of their dinners or events like and there was a lot of drama happening so it's it was like a big filming weekend for them and with this news it's going to be even crazier but um to me from what i was reading i'm happy for erica what i was trying to understand is like that this is not the end but these headlines like make it seem
0: like it's over so i'm really confused i mean i guess we'll have to wait and see and we'll see what erica's explanation for it is on housewives but There's no way to know until there's another, like, case filed against her. But for right now, there's not. Right. Right. Exactly.
1: So we'll be... So this is a win. Yeah, this is a win. And I think in the last year, it's been... There's not been a lot of those for Erica. So I'm sure she is beyond relieved.
0: Beyond. And it's like a big fuck you to, like, Sutton and just everyone who was like, Erica's going to be in jail. I mean, I don't. I honestly haven't really. I don't know how I felt about this for a long time. I f- felt very conflicted because at first I was like hell bent on honestly her being fired. She is responsible. But then the more I heard her talk about it, and the more things that came out. I was like, well, it's possible she didn't know. Yeah. And now, what is it like a year and a half, two years later? I'm pretty sure Homegirl didn't know.
1: I don't know. I I I probably I think she didn't know because I don't I just don't think that she did. And I I think there was a lot of other things in her marriage that she didn't know either. But the way that I ended with how I felt was like I thought Erica was one person who was just like this whip smart, like nothing gets by her, sharp as a tack kind of person. And if it's true that she didn't know that all of these things were going on, like, in her home with her husband and he was really this, like, awful, awful person, then she's not that first person that I thought that she was. And and my admiration is, well, is not. Well, that's a totally fair assessment. And my admiration is just not where it was pre all of this. But, like, if she's innocent and didn't know. That then, doesn't
0: make her an accomplice,
1: though. Right, right. Like, stay on the show. That's totally fine. Um, But it just, like, changed how I saw her.
0: No, that's a good analysis of the situation.
1: Okay. So, anyways, this is just, like, great for Beverly Hills. I can't believe she's – like, after last season, you just wouldn't have thought that there was any coming out of this for her. But she's a fighter, as she said that she was. The strongest substance
0: isn't diamonds. It's her. There was rumors she was going to be on Celebrity Big Brother. Did she get cast? I know Teddy Mellencamp did, but I think that Erica did not.
1: I didn't hear that rumor. I just saw a picture of the cast recently. People are quaking because Lamar Odom and Shanna Mokler, Shanna Mokler, yeah, Are both on, and they're both Kardashian exes. So who knows? They're both Kardashian
0: associates.
1: Yeah, who knows? I what can't happen. wait. I mean, yeah, it will see. Is so C-
0: funny.
1: Keep us posted if anything goes down because you know we won't be watching. No, yeah, I don't watch, but it is an interesting concept for a show. Oh, for sure, especially if you like the original show. But it's it's so much bandwidth and time. Like it's every single night. The
0: the cameras that you have to watch online. It's just like a full time job being a Big Brother fan, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's like Love Island, which you loved.
0: Yes, I love. I did love Love Island. I can't wait for it to come back.
1: We didn't even talk about that. Cash and Cinco broke up. Ted Lasso. Oh.
0: Okay, well, I was talking about how they had like a oh. te- they had a Love Island spoof show on Ted Lasso, which I loved. Yeah, no, that was cute, but Cash and Cinco broke up. That was a really very difficult pill to swallow, like because now Shannon and Josh are together and Kira and will, right? I haven't heard anything about Kira and will.
1: Are they together? I don't keep up with anyone.
0: I, I don't keep up. with I anyone. check in on the couples like every couple of weeks. Because I follow Shannon and Josh, and they're so OTP that, like, it kills me, and they should have won. Um, but Cash and Cinco was really, like, really heartbreaking. That was a tough pill to swallow. Like, I was really upset.
1: Kira's Instagram looks like a single girl's
0: Instagram. There's no sign
1: of Lou. No. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we know that Olivia and Corey broke up, even though they were never together. So I think even though in order they to be broken up, at one point. The whole country, the nation, <laughs> they literally took the nation for a ride, but not and us. Were fraudulently, no. Like if no, I, not us. I don't
1: feel like any sort of you know R D H about them because we could sniff it out from the beginning. But if you
0: fell for that, mm. you know what? If you fell for that, you deserved to be sh- to be fooled because you're easily fooled.
1: Yeah, yeah, but. Sad about Cash and Cinco, but they 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 that it's been what six seven months since the show aired? A while. Like that's that's a good real shot at love, you know that's not just and like I do wh- think that that's not waiting the requisite time before it's acceptable to break up I mean
0: agreed Corey
1: and Olivia. yeah I know what you
0: mean, yeah, I just do think that um like it was a great relation i would like to think that it was a great relationship for both of them and they look back on it fondly and i hope nobody cheated on one another it was just like a difference of lifestyle or wherever you know where residents like i just hope it's all ended in an amicable way
1: yes I, I feel like it it probably did i don't know okay you never know what you never know devastating devastating okay well are you ready for our fifth and final story Okay, it's some very sad news. Miss USA 2019, Chesley Christ dies at age 30. Miss USA 2019, Chesley has died. Her family has confirmed to people she was 30 years old. Authorities say she died Sunday after jumping from a 60-story building at 350 West 42nd Street in New York City around 7.15 a.m. local time. She reportedly lived on the ninth floor of the building and was last seen on the 29th floor terrace Um her family put out a statement saying in devastation and great sorrow we share the passing of our beloved chesley her great light was one that inspired others around the world with her beauty and strength she cared she loved she laughed and she shined this story just broke my heart oh my god, this is
0: so terrible
1: so Horrible. terrible like what oh my god i i have no words honestly
0: no and like we were just talking about this mm-hmm. like last week when we were talking about Regina King's. Um, son literally so upsetting the mental health crisis in this country it's just it's horrible and it's like you look at a girl like that with her whole life ahead of her who's so accomplished like you just want to cry when you hear the story
1: Yeah, you really do. Everyone, like, is writing, obviously, the sweetest tributes about her, but it just seems like she was one of those people who, like, lit up a room, brought so much joy to so many people, and to know that she was struggling to this point, it's just, it's heartbreaking.
0: It's so sad. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I just think, you know, we should all like when we hear these stories, like learn from it in a sense and like check in on our friends and family because like, look, you look at her, you see her Instagram. She's this beautiful girl. So accomplished. You would never think in a million years that something like this would happen. Yeah, but that's what life is like. Everyone puts on a show and inside like everyone is struggling in different ways. So just I, I think the takeaway here is like just be nice to everyone because you really never know what anyone's going through and just check in on your friends because you really never know
1: yeah i would agree so sad to end the stories on on a sad note but we'll turn it around with the real housewives of salt lake city recap
0: yes i did watch real housewives of salt lake city and i watched meredith on watch what happens live with bridget everett the queen mm-hmm. of literally entertainment invented comedy um the tv recap oh yeah but the tv recap is brought to you by omaze if you ever dreamed of having the chance to win awesome prizes like winning a Tesla, a karaoke night with Charlize Theron, going to space with Virgin Galactic, then you have to check out Omaze, the new way to give back to charity and have fun while doing it. Here's how it works. You enter for the chance to win something amazing, and at the same time, you can donate to support great causes. It's fun and easy, and it's a great way for nonprofits to raise money and for you to win big prizes, like a multimillion-dollar home in Lake Tahoe. Here's how it works. Go to omaze.com slash toast, O-M-A-Z-E, dot com slash toast and select the Lake Tahoe Dreamhouse. The deadline to enter is April fourteenth, so hurry on your chance. If you miss the deadline, don't worry; they have tons of other prizes and experiences that you can choose from. And through your donations, Omaze has raised more than one hundred and fifty million dollars to support over three hundred and fifty nonprofits around the world. Everyone deserves a chance to live their dreams, and with Omaze's extraordinarily prizes. Those dreams are within reach for everyone. Hurry and enter today for your chance to win the Lake Tahoe Dreamhouse or any other life-changing prizes and experiences at omaze.com slash toast. Plus receive 20 extra entries when you use code toast20. That's toast two zero at omaze, O-M-A-Z-E dot com slash toast. Um, no purchase necessary to enter or win. Visit omaze.com slash toast for official rules. So The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was yet again another infuriating episode, but it did end with the hot mic of all hot mics. I was shook by what was coming out of Lisa Barlow's mouth because they teased she's fucked half of New York, but they didn't tease the rest of it. Her family that is posing, her husband who gets a new job every five minutes. It was wild. And, you know, I tuned in to Watch What Happens Live because I wanted to hear Meredith's take on it. And Meredith Meredith should literally, like, Work in D.C. She is so like political in the sense like she's very well media trained. She had the perfect answer. She didn't stutter. They asked her about Jenny when she had the perfect answer like she doesn't miss. And so when when she was asked about the hot mic. She said, well, there is truth in what she said. Yes, my husband does change jobs quite frequently. He's an executive of Turnaround, so he's doing his job well if he's moving to new jobs every couple of months. So I thought that was a great answer. She said she didn't know what that what Lisa meant when she said, my family poses, but she also said that her and Seth have been very open with one another. They haven't seen other people for two years, but you know when they were separated, they did see other people, and her and Seth have spoken about it, so she hasn't fucked half of New York because it was only a couple years where they were seeing other people. But yeah, she's fucked other people. She said, I've never fucked more than 10 people in my life, so I couldn't even fuck half of New York.
1: Right. I mean, of, of course she didn't fuck half of New York. She also accused Lisa of like d- no. projecting as if these are things about Lisa. The family poses thing, I think she's just calling her family posers, perhaps? Maybe. I don't think it was about like actually doing poses. I don't know. I'm sure there will be clarification, But Andy clarified – remember how we did that story because Andy said on radio, Andy, something happens between two ladies that we've never seen on the Salt Lake City reunion. This is it, which is a little bit of, like, a disappointment. But the fact that the night before the reunion Meredith saw this and then is reacting to it the next day, I think it's a lot – And it's a lot more powerful than if, like, it aired. They obviously have phone conversations about it. They rehash it at the reunion. Like, I think it's very, very raw for Meredith. And it's always nice to, you know, get, put a button on some of the questions. Like, okay, what was he talking about? And it's not this, like, big Jen Meredith thing. It's this, which is actually, it was pretty crazy. And the footage, usually they overhype stuff. This was underhyped. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Agreed. And the dinner in and of itself was just so chaotic. Like Mary and Jenny going after each other like was so funny because Mary's just like she's atrocious but she does have some like moments that are so iconic. Like so you don't want to be friends with Jenny? No. Like just very plain. Why would they want to be friends? Like, And Mary's right. Like none of these women are friends. Like Mm -hmm. if it weren't for the show they all act like they owe each other their lives and they should all have each other's backs. Most of them met Two years ago. Like, let's not be stupid. Like, so Whitney acting like her and Mary. Her and Mary would never be friends in the real world. Like, they couldn't be more different.
1: Yeah. All of these women, I mean, aside from the ones who came in as friends, like, would not be friends. That's the thing with, like, right. Lisa and Whitney. Like, and why they are really, like, oil and water. Because they're just, like, two different girls. But, you know, the more that the rest of the group is divided, the more that they have come together because, like, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, I think. And it's just, is like, it's so, mm-hmm. like, looking at, like, a board of this season and who's, uh, like, aligned to who, who's having who's back, like, is so fucking confusing. Like, the way that these fights just kept turning in different directions and, like, everyone, when the, it was, like, hot potato. And when, like, the drama came to them, they're like, this isn't my drama. Like, but everybody is, like, weirdly no, and- involved in the drama and also irrelevant to it.
0: And the way there's so much drama and so much animosity, but not one conversation last night was had about Jen Shaw allegedly defrauding vulnerable and old people is beyond my comprehension. Like, the fact that Jenny, Jenny is so, such a moron. I'm sorry. Like, the way that she sits there and is, like, really gaslighting everyone into thinking that Meredith's uh, father's memorial was a lie. Like, you're kidding, right? Like, for you're kidding? Like, that is so stupid. Whitney, Heather, Jenny... So moronic, like, and none of them even want to look twice over at Jen Shaw and be like, hey, you lie all the time and you were just arrested. Should we talk about that ever? Right. Or no? Let's keep making up things that Meredith uh, turned you into the FBI and that she lied about her fucking dad's memorial. It's so stupid. No, and like Jen Shaw says things with such conviction and it's like,
1: if you just turn it around on her, it's like, it's so glaring and hypocritical. Hypocritical. Like, even, oh, hey, they're accusing Meredith about lying about her dad's funeral, but like, Jen lied about her husband having internal bleeding in order to get off the bus. Like, what about? that lie. and she never explained why she lied about that right and so she says like if so and so if meredith can lie about this what else is she lying about jen like you've lied about your whole fucking life what else are you lying about it's just like it's like the oh, opinion of, like people in Thank glass you. houses shouldn't throw stones but it's like so i'm just like where and she says most of it in her interview so like no one can really call her out but like even if she said it at the table like still no one would call her out also i saw a tweet last night that was like She gave all the women diamond necklaces, which is, like, so crazy on a number of levels, while she also, like, drained her mother's retirement fund in order to pay her uh, legal bills. Like, why not just return those necklaces that you had just bought and that the women didn't even know existed?
0: I'm extremely grateful to Meredith for being the only normal one to point out, like, She has like a $2 million legal bill. They're talking about moving into a different house. Her mother, who's a teacher who saved up her whole life, is draining her retirement fund to defend her daughter in a legal battle against the FBI. And no one's curious why she's the only housewife who brought glam. She paid for dinner and gave everyone diamond necklaces. These women are morons. I'm sorry, they are dropping the ball so hard. They're fighting between themselves about nothing. Nothing. And nobody has questioned Jen since the moment she got arrested. This is the worst group of housewives I've ever, like literal amateur hour. It's beyond my comprehension how bad Whitney and Heather are two of the worst housewives. I literally, every time they speak, I'm like, wrong. Dumb thing to (laughs) say. Wrong. Everything is wrong. Everything they fucking say is wrong. It's infuriating.
1: Yeah, I... Retweet, I completely agree. It's like staring right in front of them and then instead they're like looking for other leads. What day was Meredith's dad's funeral? Even though like a a perfectly logical explanation. (gasps) So so stupid, I can't. A perfectly logical explanation. There's so many, but one could be. On Monday was the memorial. Tuesday before the women got there, she was still with her family. So when Lisa is like, I'm sorry to call you with your family, she's like, it's just so stupid. They really think they have a smoking gun when there is a gun on fire in front of them and they're like,
0: "Where? Who?" Refusing to look to look at it. It's so it's crazy so stupid. And the I fact hope that, this reunion that Lisa is...
1: Barlow lost her shit like over what we saw last night is crazy. Like the fact that
0: Meredith have her back. And that's what Andy back. said on Watch what Happens live.
1: And Meredith said that apparently it had stemmed from Lisa had heard Meredith called her house ugly even if it was that but like Lisa started not to be like she started it but like Lisa started this whole trend of I'm not picking friends over friends and I can be friends with Meredith and I can be friends with Jen even though the two of you fucking hate each other and even though one of you has been my friend for 10 years and has like long before the show I'm still gonna you know be just as get closer than ever with someone who really really hurt you so now the fact that Meredith is being like okay we can do that we can have you know friends and just try not to be involved and and that's Lisa's reaction it, it's she these women just can't
0: see themselves and I actually do like Lisa and I'm sure that's something like, that's exactly what Bridget Everett said on Watch Happens Live by the way she's like literally Lisa started this whole thing oh amazing I actually
1: watch I watch most of Watch What Happens Live but I must have uh, missed that Bridget is everything. She really is. She was totally on the right side of history. Like I just love her. You love to see it. No, Meredith, I agree with you. She is such a politician and so diplomatic, and just never. She really. And I think that's also what makes her a frustrating housewife. It's so crazy. Like, do you ever look at the tweets after Salt Lake City to see like what the temperature is? Even no, though I can't.
0: Even though because I, because I know that we are in the minority. Not take us out of it.
1: Every. There's no, like, clear majority, from what I've seen on Twitter, even though I think oftentimes, like, the tweets, especially the ones that, like, are really popular, don't represent, how a lot of people feel, but, like, there are some people who are, like, Meredith Marks, Stan, uh, there are other people who are, like, get, like she's the worst, there are people who are, like, Mary Cosby can do no wrong, there are other people, and it's, like, there's no clear goat of the show narrative, you Yeah, know, it's so, it's so odd, people are, like, Whitney's iconic, like, what?
0: No, Whitney's literally the definition of not iconic at all. Like, she's literally the worst. She's Her really... Her and Heather, like, they just... They got so confident after Everyone Loved Them season one that they turned into villains.
1: Oh, and there's also people who are like,
0: Lisa is like the, the uh, she, you know, queen, like me, like everything is just... And I'm Honestly, I could... S- I could see someone standing Lisa. I could see someone standing Meredith. I don't see how anyone in their right mind, anyone with a working brain cell could be on Whitney and Heather's side. Honestly, oh, they no. are such bullies people think and they're Whitney so and he- delusional. There are
1: people who think like Whitney and Heather are like the queens of this show, keeping it going.
0: I don't there know how. There are people who think it's I don't Jen. Know how.
1: There are people who think it's really like it's so crazy. I've never seen a response you know what? like that that's <laughs> all over the place. <laughs>
0: Nobody thinks it's Jenny. She, like, really, every time she speaks, thinks she's doing something, and I just, like, want to die inside. It's like, girl, stop. Like, for all, stop. This is, like, not about you. But, like, I appreciate what you're trying to do here, but, like, seriously, just shut up.
1: Yeah, no, and the conversation at the spa when she was, like, sharing and trying to open up, and I think once, like, she saw that Mary wasn't going to do the same, and that is how you, okay, so they got off on the wrong foot. Mary apologized. Today's a new day. Like, we're with Meredith, who is, like, a mutual good friend of ours, and, like, maybe we'll just, like, open up and and get a little closer that is like how friendships progress but once mary was like no i'm not talking about this i don't know
0: you message received (laughs) move on like move on and also mary has just made it extremely clear she's not interested in one iota of a friendship with jenny so jenny needs to seriously move on it's not happening and
1: also the fact that jenny only brought it up at the dinner table once mary had gotten up it's just like weak 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 spineless behavior like bring it up when mary's sitting there or don't bring it up at all because you know it was it was could have been a done moot point but like oh my god <laughs> when heather and started coming for mary and mary was like because you don't have a husband which was like such a mean thing to say okay but then
0: mary just no, walked. know what right into who husband slander i'm sorry okay i have something to say okay I actually don't think it was that mean of a thing to say. Because in the preview, I'm like, oh my, that's really rude. Why are you just randomly bringing up? But Jenny is throwing in Mary's face. Jenny and Heather are like, you know, Dewey was one of the husbands who paid for this. So like, you know, you're on a trip that was technically purchased by... Okay, Heather, your husband didn't pay for anything because you don't have a husband. It it sounded mean, but they were, like, throwing the money thing in Mary's face, and Mary threw it right back. Who the fuck are you to say that, Heather? Your husband didn't pay for anything. Oh, Sorry. Well, I didn't
1: see it like I that. I thought it was fair. I thought she was saying it, like, because I guess it's, like, unclear. First of all, did the husbands even pay for this trip, or was it Bravo? Like, I, I can't. Yes. Who? To-
0: they're, they're claiming the husbands paid for it.
1: Okay. Would that include Robert Sr.? Unclear. So if it's not Robert Sr. and if the husband's really paid for it and Robert Sr. didn't and everybody knew that, then yes, Heather's saying her husband sent her on this trip and then Mary might have taken that as a slight. I see that. But when I watched it last night, that's not how I took it. I thought Heather was being like, the husband sent us here to, you know, like, rapprochement and get along and make everything better and Mary just like sort of threw that in her face and was like you don't have a husband and just walked right into step grandfather territory.
0: Heather literally said like Dewey paid for it like she brought up the money and I'm sorry I thought Mary was 100% justified in that nasty comment for real.
1: Have you also seen these rumors that Mary is filming this next season? New rumors Mm -hmm. rumors afresh that she's like filming personal scenes that's why they went to look for her at the church. But then last night on Watch What Happens Live, Meredith said Mary's no longer on the show. So I'm confused.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think those rumors are true. That would make literally no sense. It would make
1: no sense. And I do think it would set a horrible precedent because then women could skip reunions. I think having that, like, be like, I don't care who you are. I don't care how much you bring to the show. Agreed. If you don't come to the reunion and, and answer. If you don't show up. For what you've done, then you're out. And I think. Even though like the show would benefit from having Mary on it, I think it would be a Agreed. horrible precedent. So I'm just we'll see. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Because then women will so do it all it was the time. A great episode, honestly. I guess it just right. it, it grinds my gears to see such illogic being. Displayed on my television, like I don't know how much more I can take. I hope, and I actually, I, 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 I'm, I do not envy Andy's job at the reunion of trying to sift through this garbage because it's like it's a maze. That's just there's no
0: clear path of of what even are the root issues. You don't have my back. I hope Andy has his head on straight. I hope Andy has his head on straight. Like I just I pray he doesn't drop the ball because these women have fumbled so atrociously and wasted what could have been an amazing season and i know a lot of people still like the season and people are always telling us you guys are in the minority okay that might be true but i've been watching housewives for literally 15 years i know what this season could have been and i know what it is and i know it's not as good as it should have been
1: yeah and i just i like to watch people making sense making good points and like being shrewd and being logical that's not what i'm getting so it's disappointing no
0: um but other than that that's our show
1: that is our show. I'm glad we got that off our chest, but it's just it makes me feel like I'm losing my mind even recapping Salt Lake City sometimes because I'm like, what is going on? Truly. Totally. I don't know.
0: Um tomorrow. What's on tonight? Nothing.
1: Nothing for us, but you'll watch Euphoria and um maybe I'll get back into Paul Dark, but even though I think out. I think I need a longer break from Ross Paul Dark and his antics.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast and are podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us on Morning Toast and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys all have an amazing day, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.